You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Five months after the events of the Hawkeye series, Maya Lopez, played once again by Alakwa Cox, is being pursued by Wilson Fisk's organization, leading her to return to her hometown in Oklahoma, where her ruthless behavior in New York City catches up to her. She must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family and community. The five episodes play out with at least one action set piece per episode, as well as really wonderful flashbacks and visions of the Choctaw Nation history that gave me slight vibes of the flashbacks from the HBO Watchmen series. I don't know if I'm alone on that. We see Maya's mother's death, her move to New York City, Wilson Fisk raising her to be a ruthless assassin. We meet her friends and family when she returns home, including Biscuits, her grandmother Cholua, Henry Blackcrow, Scully, and Bonnie, played by Devery Jacobs, who, interestingly enough, already appeared in the MCU as Kahori. The entire series is streaming on Disney+. Plus. If you're a fan of the Marvel Knights Defender series of shows, this is going to scratch a familiar itch. If you're thinking of watching it, I say go for it. Otherwise, we are about to review and speak very freely. So, spoilers ahead. I am TC DeWitt of the Screener Squad, and I am joined by Sarah Jane. Hello. And Jordan. Howdy. Ladies, thank you for jumping on this review. What drew you to this one, and how did you feel after it finished off? What brought you here? Well, what drew me is, I don't know if I mentioned it before, I'm a massive Daredevil fangirl. And so <gasps> Get out of here. Yeah, well, this character was introduced by the David Mack, also Joe Quesada, whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. during a very seminal <laughs> run, and also... I was very curious to see how they would do Maya's story because I loved Hawkeye and I loved Alakwa Cox. There's a lot I can say about Disney, honestly, but there's one thing I can't accuse them of and that's whitewashing because this is a Native American deaf character and they actually found a deaf Native American woman to play said character everybody else doesn't have a fucking excuse now for whitewashing (laughs) or half-assing character casting from another property again i have to give credit to the fucking mouse on this one because they (laughs) actually nailed the assignment yeah and they found someone who can really kick ass yeah the way she moves on screen is so capable and confident and, and these action sequences are, are very, very well executed. And I really appreciated not just the representation of Native Americans, but also that they truly embraced what could be told through American Sign Language. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. Sign language on here is, is, is very, very well representative and utilized. It, it really yeah. is. And I also have to give Marvel credit for being finally set really in the South and having the most <laughs> sovereign fucking name being Biscuits. 
<laughs> Sarah Jane. I am on board with any Marvel uh, property. Um, I wasn't really into comic books or Marvel until I met my husband. I read Archie's as a kid, but, you know, that's as far as it went. <laughs> so um, he, he's got me into that. So we watch everything that comes out. And since I was going to watch this anyway, I thought, well, I'll get on this review. So I liked her character introduction in Hawkeye. And I thought, whoa, they're going to do a show? All right, I'm, I'm on board. So yeah, I was excited for it to come on. And I was really happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, this is where the Disney Plus series truly thrive for me. When they kind of go to the fringes of what the MCU is doing, and it feels like it blends into the MCU. There's some there's some uh, supernatural stuff in here. This isn't just ass kicking that you got from say like Daredevil. There's a bit of superpowerdom happening in here, and yeah. it does feel like it's a part of this universe without feeling like you had to do homework to understand or appreciate what was going on here. Yeah, the addition of like super powers and such i actually didn't mind because they actually weaved it in nicely mm -hmm. the, the way i've always described echo in the comics is oh she's taskmaster <laughs> who can actually do a fucking job and isn't a putz <laughs> i love taskmaster but let's call a spade a spade he's a fucking putz <laughs> because like she too can mimic perfectly the moves of her opponent again i gotta give credit to this series for its fantastic inclusivity and respect to the chawtal history because i did look this up one of my very best friends is native herself and i just had to talk about this with her and i i managed to get her hyped up for it and i will say this show could have been paced a little better. Like, some of the run times over these five episodes is all over the fucking place. Again, <laughs> I don't get how the finales of these shows now somehow end up being the shortest run time. I, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, the finale's great. It's wonderful. But, yeah, again, I, I think the pacing could have been better. But this show is fantastic. Alakwa Cox is... Mm -hmm incredible she she really carries this project mm -hmm. she does I, I had my doubts honestly i thought she was fine in hawkeye but she felt tacked on narratively into that show a little bit mm -hmm. i did rewatch hawkeye as part of my holiday rewatching, and also Haley steinfeld yes. uh, <laughs> correct look i'm Florence a lesbian Pugh, correct. Look, i'm a lesbian don't blame me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she did feel tacked on a bit because I just thought, why is Maya Lopez in a Clint Barton Kate Bishop story? What the hell? Mm -hmm. I, but, but honestly, it worked. And the other like notable performance is, of course, Vincent D'Onofrio, oh. who is just Dude, as the king, powerful here ever as Wilson Fisk. Mm -hmm. And what they do with him is fan fucking tastic and the callbacks to his development on oh, you know, the hammer daredevil yes when that, the hammer came out i couldn't believe it like, it was that, a I'm different like, hammer <laughs> but a hammer nonetheless <laughs> yeah i mean get hey. that to karen page let's get some let's get some fingerprints checked <gasps> yeah hammer's a hammer so <laughs> but yeah those two performances were the standouts but uh this whole cast is is great i really liked uh chase spencer as Henry Blackcrow, mm -hmm. uh, Maya's uncle, really thought he did great. 
Oh, Graham Greene's in here. I freaking yeah. love that guy. Oh, Anytime he that pops guy's... up, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. I'm, yes. I'm always happy to see him. <laughs> to, to speak to your note about the pace of this, this is you can watch it all in one sitting. This is like a lazy afternoon. Pop it in. You can blast through this whole thing. It's five episodes that all run about 30-ish minutes if you take away the previously on and the long credits at the end. I mean, it took me a couple days, but then again, that's because, like, you know, work. and Sure, shit. sure, sure. Like, you can pace it out, and it does work well as episodic. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes these Disney Plus shows feel like the first episode and the last episode feel like that's all the show had to say, and the middle yeah. kind of can drag or feel like, well, where, where are we going here? Yeah. This does have a nice episodic nature to it, but I won't disagree that the pacing sometimes gets a little slowed down or it speeds up, slows down a little weirdly here and there. Uh, but sitting down in like one full sitting of this, I watched it twice. So I watched it piece by piece, and then I did one more full view of it to, to really absorb it. And watching it at one go, knowing everything that's going to happen, it felt more correct. It felt like it was made to be watched in one sitting. While, while the pacing overall is a bit of an issue, as you mentioned, the set pieces, the the set piece in episode three at the skating rink. At the skate rink? Oh. Fucking <laughs> badass. It, it, everything you need to know about what this show is going to do is in the very first action set piece where Maya goes into the warehouse and the first dude that's killed so is great. very shockingly Punisher level of blood. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, we're go Disney. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go here. Don't pull back. Uh, that whole sequence was great. You know, obviously it was supposed to be a one shot and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, but they did a really good job of masking it. And it was really great and set the tone. There's another um, train set piece, which I thought was really great as well. Yes, yes. It didn't top the first one, but I mean, that was what a way to open that show. Got me super excited for it. And it's interesting to watch her fight because, again, you know, she can't hear anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess she can a little bit. And and obviously she could read lips or whatever, but she uh, doesn't have an issue. And then she gets to fight Daredevil, which I was like, yes. Oh yeah, um, so I'm yeah. glad they didn't make us wait for yeah for yeah. him. It was like <laughs> Cox v Cox, and I was like, yes, yes. I had all the Cox, and it was amazing. <laughs> I giggled when he showed up. I was like, oh, he's going to be right here. No, in the I first did 10 too. Minutes. Hell I, yeah. Again, yeah. I, it's like you've already seen him. It's like mm. yeah, that was that was was honestly amazing to see that played out in live action yes all people seem to talk about with marvel lately is marvel fatigue and i'm fatigued from hearing about that honestly <laughs> oh, God. amen okay yeah sure if you if you've had your fill then step away from the table for a bit and come back when you're able to digest a little more yeah no one's forcing you to watch this stuff you yeah just walk me away. uh I'm still fucking loving it, and while I didn't have the highest expectations for Echo going in, mainly because I thought ah, I'm not, I'm not too sure if this is still gonna work. Mainly because, like, I, I am a fan of the Maya Lopez character, but I'm just thinking, like, is she gonna be strong enough to really hold this? But now I'm glad to be proven wrong because this character can actually carry a story on her own, unlike mm-hmm. Michael Morbius. And <laughs> and it was like a, just a fun, neat little comfort action show. Like, this 
kind of gave me vibes of the Fall Guy and A-Team and stuff like that as well. I mean, yes, I know. It's more serious. A little ser- ragtaggy. I, I'm not going to, I won't, I'm not going to say no to it. Yeah, it's a more, it's a little bit more serialized than those shows. Well, this show has a, a, a genuine heart to it. Mm-hmm. And weird, weirdly, it's, it's the, the relationship between Kingpin and his, his psychotic sociopathic love of this girl that he helped raise and turn into his weapon and kingpin and i get to do scenes together and when they do it it's the chemistry is electric like the oh the dinner scene yo god that dinner scene i'll tell you what it's it is something to see these comic book characters come to life really well but it's another thing altogether when someone does it so well that you cannot imagine someone else doing as well. Right. I know I just said well a lot, but uh, uh, my, <laughs> we my point is what, what, No, 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 you're correct. That's how it is with Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock. That's how it is with D'Onofrio as yeah. Wilson Fisk. And now that's how it is with Alakwa Cox as Echo. It is absolutely amazing how well they've been able to cast these characters. I mean, hell, just all of Daredevil was so perfectly cast. Yeah. They yeah. better bring them all back, too. Oh, they, I know they, they weren't yes, supposed please. to. Yes, they were please. going to. And then <laughs> no, no, I saw the news. Apparently. And yes, mm. you can't. Karen Page has to be there. The That Foggy Nelson, I can't remember the actors' names. But they were perfect, and uh, I was really sad when they were not coming back. But now they are coming back, and yay. If you're not going to have Foggy fucking Nelson being there with Matt Murdock, why the fuck are we even here? <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm curious, was there anything here that didn't work at all for you? I, I know we're sitting here fangirling out, and, and I'm wondering if there's <laughs> anything that didn't quite... Jordan, you mentioned the pacing. Just yeah, kind of the a little pacing. Here and there. I think, honestly, none of the performances really uh, were bad. All right? they, they were all really good in their own regard. And Biscuits did take a bit to warm up to. I'm going <gasps> to be honest. Like, what? I, okay, I, okay, I love look. Biscuits. I instantly <laughs> love Biscuits. Okay, before you... It's okay, it's okay. Instantly. Uh, Okay, before you start throwing those hard as shit Popeyes biscuits at me, <laughs> which, by the way, deny that they aren't classified weapons. Get out of here! But but uh, I, I did warm up to him. I liked Cody Lightning. It, it is just like uh, he wore me down. All right, yeah, I, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm Team Biscuits. <laughs> Sarah, was, did anything jump out for you that didn't quite work? No, I think. I can't think of anything at the moment. No, I. but what did jump out at me, as it always jumps out at me, are those chuds who hated this show because, you know, it's about a woman. The showrunner was a woman. It's, you know, starring a Native American, and they were upset that, why is there so much sign language? Why were the characters who weren't deaf signing? And it's like, what are you talking about? These people are so stupid. It's like they don't even watch the show and then just complain about it. And they're racist about it. Yeah. I can't even remember. So She-Hulk had a point. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all, so... welcome to the meeting. Uh, we got a lightning rod of things to be mad about for this new Disney Plus woke agenda show. We got a deaf woman handicap. Exactly. Yep. Okay, congratulations. That officially makes me want to get bottom surgery. Oh, God. <laughs> they're just... <laughs> awful my husband likes to watch them. like he hate watches them Don't, and then no, so get, stop him i stop know him because he's giving that. them clicks he's giving them clicks 
That's why they do it for okay, the money. If, if he wants to hate watch, then do it for like a fucking VPN or <laughs> I know. But anyway, so you know, that was my problem with those assholes. But anyway. Narratively speaking, the thing that I felt was underdeveloped and I liked what was there, but I didn't go far enough with it was Bonnie. The story with yeah. Bonnie and and Maya. There's clearly a history. I thought those two were great together, but that felt like the most undercooked part yeah. of this story. You're right. Yeah, especially with Bonnie being a coda, child of deaf adults. Yeah, I, now that you bring it up, yeah, that relationship could have been... Uh, just a little bit more. Just a little yeah, bit more. They could, they, they could have gone a little bit... For, like, they could have given some time to that in the finale. But one thing I will praise, I do like like the costume at the end for Maya. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, it is gorgeous it is very much something respectful of native american history every superhero should have their mom or grandmother make their costume i think that's i agree (laughs) yeah i agree and it was just it was fantastic honestly it looks better than how she does in the comics with like the handprint and everything Mm -hmm. which i was amazed like wow i didn't even really miss that like key part of that character awesome that's how good this is yes yes and actually to speak to your point earlier sarah about the chuds if you will and also (laughs) to talk about this having diverse points of view in the mcu and just in storytelling in general is is going to give us such refreshing stories yes there's a lot in here that is tropey uh, a violent person returns to their hometown and brings their troubles with them. Sure. Okay, fine. That, that Been there, done that. But when you put it into a different POV, when you give it to a, a native person, when you give it to a deaf person, you give it to a woman, like there's all these things that just completely alter it and make mm-hmm. it this unique, wonderful thing. And and this show, because of all the different perspectives that it's it's approaching this rather tropey, cliche kind of story with, it's it is refreshing. It's just cool. <laughs> it's it, yeah. it really it really won me over. I was already gonna like this because, like you, Sarah, I'm on board for Marvel. Like I, I am I'm a Marvel fanboy, and I I wear that on my sleeve. I'm just always happy when they surprise me, and much like mm-hmm. What If did of most recent of the Marvel shows, this one was I was I was hoping it would be good, and it ended up being better than I yeah. expected, and yeah. that was really really surprising for me. Uh, but with that geeking out, um, I, was there anything like specific more that you want to jump in on here? Otherwise, I'd, I'd be happy to move us into some final recommendations and thoughts here. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Jordan, why don't you hit, hit us up first? Once again, this show was a nice surprise. I'm happy to be proven wrong because uh, this incredible leading performance by Alakwa Cox, the amazing inclusivity and respect to the Choctaw Nation and just Native American history and culture. Vincent D'Onofrio, once again, just killing it as I would for my nephews. Like, I, <laughs> that, that is the level of auntie I am. Yeah, pacing was an issue, some underdeveloped relationships, but that those aren't going to disqualify me from recommending this show to high heaven. So I'm going to give this eight and a half ps4s i would be willing to sell to pay for a new car myself i'm not selling my own i'm selling other people's (laughs) sarah um i was went into this with not low expectations but you know i 
learned in the Disney Plus shows that I watched Secret Invasion and I was watching that with an open mind, but that's probably the worst of the Disney Plus shows. And so you could only really go up from there. Agreed. I mean, and even then it wasn't that bad, but, you know, it it wasn't great. So for this one, I was like, well, we'll see. And uh, I thought it was really great. Kind of starting with What If, when we had Kahuri, and then bringing um, Maya Lopez here, it was nice to see properties bringing in more Native American stories. Like True Detective is doing the same thing, you know, in Alaska with the Native people up there. And so it's just, I love all of it. And so it's like, give me more so I can learn more. It's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So I was happy that they brought that in. And I didn't have a problem with her um, quote-unquote superpower because it's not like she even has it all the time. It's just that there's a connection to uh, or through the generations of her people and they just come to help her when she really needs it. So it's not like she can summon it. It just is part of her being. So again, you know, I didn't have a problem with that either. Um, I really love Biscuits. If you're watching True Detective, there's someone in that show, Kavik, who is very similar. So immediately I latched onto him. And if you're not watching that show, you should be. Anyway, um, so I'm just going to wrap it up. Everybody was great. Oh, wait, hang on. Graham Greene, anytime he is in any show, you need to watch it. And if you haven't seen Clear Cut, please put that on your watch list immediately because it is fantastic. All right. So I'm going to give this eight out of ten times I wanted to hug Biscuit every episode. (laughs) Well, I I, I sort of already got some of my final thoughts out there. Something I'm really happy about is that this show is giving a boost to Daredevil and Punisher and Jessica Mm -hmm. and and Luke and Iron Fist uh, to a lesser extent. No offense to them. But I, I think this is a great Much bridge. Much Iron Fist. <laughs> <Much> <laughs> well, to the Netflix Iron Fist anyway. Woo. Yes, yes. Uh, but this is a great bridge show between what the MCU has given us with Hawkeye and some of the other Disney Plus shows and the Netflix shows. I feel like this is a good bridge. If you haven't watched The Defenders or what I like to call the Marvel Knights line, this is your entry point. Take Go from here to there and you're going to feel – you're not going to miss a step. It's not going to feel so wildly different. Like if you try to watch this and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the cast in this is great. I, I want to see more. I want to see more of these characters. I, mm-hmm. I love this street level of the MCU. This is some of the most interesting stuff because they are the most human of the characters, yeah. whether they have little superpowers here or there or, or what have you. Yeah, I, I recommend this. I, I think this is definitely a must-watch. If you're already a fan of the MCU, you've watched this. If you're hesitant and you've listened to this review, unsure, give this a go. If you, again, I will, I will say, if you like Daredevil, if you like Punisher and Jessica, is going to feel you're going to feel right at home with this, and it's an easy watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and all this inclusion of all these different uh, diverse points of view, just just loved it. So and and goddamn, Vincent D'Onofrio is just so good. He is the kingpin. I, I I I am stunned, and the fact that he's tweeted that he's like, "I will play kingpin until they tell me to stop." Yes, <laughs> keep keep it coming. Get him in a Spider-Man movie. Let's see what happens. Hell here. yeah! <laughs> so, uh, as for this, I'm gonna give Echo an eight and a half out of ten bottles of wine down the kitchen sink. 
And mm. to your point, yes, I would like to see that big bear of a man throw that little twink Peter Parker around. 